Simulcast, Vito TV, Pro Wrestling Planet Podcast here. I am your excellent friend, The Brand, along with, we usually know him as Vito, but tonight he is Ref Stevens for us, getting ready for the big show. My man, what's up? How's it going? Ref Stevens here for Vito TV. I'm going, it's going good. We, uh, like you said, we got a big show this Saturday. Power, Power Pit, Pit Pro, Pro Wrestling. Power yep. Pit Pro Wrestling. Vito, uh, Ref Stevens, if you will. Very uh, lucky to be uh, working, currently working in the biznass. In in the biz, as they say. In the biznass. In the biz. And has a big show this week, so he's excited That's about right. it. Straight That's from... Right. Uh, Straight from Power Pit Central in uh, Roseburg, Oregon. So, yeah. And uh, Vito, uh, you know, buddy, uh, this we have uh, this dynamite to talk about for June 29th, 2022. But before we hey, get into hey, that, Brad. what's up? Hey, what do you guys say? Well, I was just going to say before we get into that, there was. Something that uh, happened over the weekend that was pretty big that we should probably talk about at least a little bit. Of course, we're coming off the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Oh, that door. That Forbidden Door was uh, opened, and we finally got to see it. You know, that that show um, basically started this whole venture between you and I. Uh, Vito, yep. uh, my man, I mean, your, your instant thoughts of it. We didn't really, you know, cover it. We wanted to do a show all on its own. That didn't happen. Things didn't, things didn't match up. Life happens and it's fine, but let's talk about that show a little bit. Uh, favorite match, favorite moments, so on and so on. Well, favorite match is the match I told you was going to be the show stealer, and it was the show stealer. It was uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Will Ospreay. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was even Bully Ray's favorite match. That, uh, he's, he said so on Busted Open the next day. That match um, has been the talk of the town. That's pretty much unanimously yeah. everyone was like, that was the match. Yeah. And no one was expecting it, but you were, my man. I I spoke it into existence like we do right here on reviewing Gosh, Dynamite everything. with Ref Stevens and the brand. Go back and listen. Uh, We're just speaking things right. into existence on a weekly basis. And it ended with uh, one of your favorite guys coming out. Shibata. Shibata. Man. Uh, you know, that's no a whole other... No one expected nother, that. N- yeah, no. Definitely... Did not expect that for the life of me. And somehow the internet didn't even like ruin it for me. Even somehow in between then, you know, because usually like I actually, Vito, you watch the show live. I watched the show on a couple day like delay. So I pretty much knew the major talking points of what had happened. You know, I knew Moxley won the title 
Um, I knew mm, in a great uh, match. Yeah, I knew that uh, Jay White won the other main event, but other than that, though, I really didn't come across any spoilers on my social feeds somehow. Now, um, now, one thing I gotta say, you brought his name up, so I gotta say something. Maybe about Osprey, it. but uh, Jay White. Um, the finish of that match was a little weird, but it was only weird because uh, yeah, the Adam, Adam Cole, Cole yeah. I believe, was concussed. That's but, the uh, story going around. But it, it was a it was a weird finish, but it was uh, had to be done from what I understand. Yeah, but sometimes you get a weird finish when uh, something weird happens. So, and, well, uh, and an injury, and an injury, or a or a bad instance like a concussion um, is uh, it leads to a weird finish. So you got to think on a fly, and it and it really like uh, you know put a weird stamp on what was otherwise an awesome match. I thought, yeah, um, man, it's hard to pick like a best match. You know, of course. You know, Osprey Orange definitely like the the favorite, but you could realistically pick almost any of these. Um, you know. Hey, Brian. What's that? Who who was uh who was Brian Danielson's pick? Claudio. We oh man, Claudio. We who we who spoke, didn't see that one coming? We <laughs> we spoke that into existence <laughs> as well. Of course, you know that yeah. was like the 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 public you know money but then you know people started talking about gargano and he had yeah. like the signing in chicago that day or whatever yeah. and it seemed to all be lining up for that but claudio makes sense and um so do you think i mean we'll kind of talk about this maybe a little bit later during the show but um I get that he was the the guy and everything, and that was just kind of the guy that made sense. But going forward, being a member of the BCC, um, do you prefer that, or do you think you know they maybe should have brought him in a little bit differently? Or, um, like you said uh, a second ago, we'll definitely talk about that later in the show. But I'm going to say yes, right after what I've seen tonight. Yeah, I was I, I was I not wasn't so sure until then. Hundred yeah. percent impressed with that match. It was good because of the two guys that were in it. I don't think Zack Saber Jr. or or Claudio Castagnoli has ever done a bad match. Right. Um but uh yeah, you let's know, talk that about was that uh, match, yeah. That was a it was a match for me. It was good. Did you kind of but, think that uh, Saber was like, uh, you know, I don't know. Saber just looked like a step ahead of uh, of Claudio. You know, I don't know if that's the youth factor or just because his style um, is so different. But I, it was a Styles clash, and AJ yeah. wasn't there, so it wasn't <laughs> a good go. Styles clash. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it wasn't the good Styles clash like we would expect from a wrestler. It was a little. No, yeah. I think. Uh, I just think Zack Sabre Jr. wanted DVD and uh, he wasn't there. You know what I mean? And that's Daniel Bryan Danielson, for those of you who don't know what DVD is. Right. (laughs) Well, a lot of Sabre stuff is like very spot oriented. It's kind of like wrestling 
uh, orange. But, um, you know, Osprey did his homework on how to work with orange. Yeah. But they didn't, they didn't really have the time or, you know, whatever, I guess, to like really, you know, for Claudio to really sink in to yeah. what, you know, that, would make a match. I work think that match them. could have been better, but it was kind of, it wasn't bad. Right. But it wasn't great. Like, right. like, uh, like it could have been. Triple but, threat tag was pretty cool. Uh, FTR yeah. picking up yeah. more belts. So, Only two uh, more to go, baby. All they need is the NWA tag titles and the Impact tag titles, and ooh, they got them all. That's definitely that's, all that's definitely doable. I think uh, they I mean, got they they have seven. They've got uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, uh, AEW, AAA, uh, Ring of Honor, and New Japan. That's seven. So they just need uh, NWA Crockett Cup and uh, TNA, and then or Impact, and then uh, then they got it. They could probably make that happen. Oh yeah, well uh, Tony deals with both those guys. Right. They they could get that done within two years. Think about that. Yeah. Really, FTR could be the most dominant tag team in the next two years and hold every single major tag belt in their career within two years. Huh? I'd say go to Mexico, yeah. drop then... the, those AAA belts next month, go, uh, and then just start dropping those belts, go over the NWA, grab those belts, go to impact, get those belts. Bam. And then, nine. And then when they're done with that, they're going to get in the DeLorean and go back and win the ECW <laughs> tag team titles. Yep. And the WCW um, tag team yeah, titles. <laughs> yeah. And then go back even further to the AWA tag team titles and, and yep. so on and so on. But, yep. uh, and yeah. actually, on behalf of Power Pit, I know Michael let me do this. On behalf of Power Pit Pro Wrestling, <laughs> I'd like to welcome FTR to come right. to Power Pit. Yeah. And we will give them. Uh, a title shot for the Power Pit Pro Wrestling tag e titles. Immediate shot. You heard it here. Yes, Cash right Wheeler, now. Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood. You have an open standing shot at the Power Pit tag team titles. Show up at the show July 2nd. That's right. Power Pit Performance Center, Roseburg, Oregon. Yep. Google or it Or any up. Saturday. Any first Saturday of the month. We'll take you anytime. You guys, anytime. Well, Vito, let's get into this dynamite. Unless you have anything else about Forbidden Door. Uh, I think we're good, huh? Yeah, I can't barely remember anything else. But, Brandon, I do yes. got to say one thing. It's Wednesday night. And you know what that means. I took your line. That's right. And you know, uh, whatever. We re we reverse the roles. You're going over tonight. I go over. Let's let's do this. Well, this show uh has the subtext uh blood and guts. So we have another special show. Was it last week Road Rager or was it the week before? Yeah. I uh no I that was the week before. It was two weeks ago. Okay. Well I love these. Well, you yeah. love these. These special. You said you like these, right? It gives you kind the of a special... Clash of the Champions kind of a vibe. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. WCW used to do these every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. New Year's Evil. Uh, you know, it was like one I could think of off the top of my head for, for WCW. But uh, this show opens up with Orange Cassidy against Ethan Page. Uh, Vito, hey, it's good to see the best friends back together. Yes. Best friends are back together. So I guess the Rapongi Vice deal was just for. Um, or the open door. Or right. door. Rocky yeah. Romero, just because he's involved with New Japan and all that. Sorry, buddy. Get lost. Right. You're done. Yeah. You're out. Uh, Kick rocks. What's his name? Uh, uh, I can't think of it right Chuck now. E. Chuck E.T. is back. They're sporting some very uh, sporty uh, tie-dye jumpsuits. He was looking real depressed on like uh, tracksuits uh, on BTE. There have videos of him like cutting the pitch, the pictures out of the shirts that they all wear. <laughs> He's like cutting each guy's head out of it. <laughs> all I, sad and depressed. I think I may have it's, seen that. I'm, I'm a few weeks yeah. behind on BTE though at the moment. Yeah, and like the Dark Order guys would like walk up to him and be like, "Oh, are you sad? Your friends are all gone. You should come with us." Trying to get him into the Dark yeah, Order. Yeah, yeah. I think I did see that one. Yeah, yeah. So Chucky T is not going to be depressed anymore. That's good. Right. The best friends are back. Yep. Um, you know, Vito, I don't like that they messed with uh, with uh, OC's music. What do you think about the new music? What's the deal with that? Um, I gotta be honest. I did not catch the n- new music. I had to fast forward through it tonight because of uh, ref practice. Well, Pixie's Pixie's song is gone. We have some kind of new theme song, so uh, that I'll was have to weird. go back and check it. Lambert comes out, uh, orders the ref to send the best friends away, but he still gets to be there, I guess, because he's a licensed manager. Um, I don't think he's, I don't think he said that, but, uh, Lambert's got a bottle (laughs) of OJ. Uh, the crowd is just immediately chanting STFU and, and BS, you know, once they send out the best friends and, so I think the the Dan Lambert things got tired. You know, I think he's really good on the mic. Yeah. Um but as far as I don't know, I'm just kind of sick of him. I think he's really good on the mic, but I am kind of sick of the Dan Lambert thing. They they need to put him with somebody meaningful, I think. I did like that he did the kicks to Orange Cassidy's head yes. when he was outside. Yes. <laughs> like he's like did the little orange kicks. I thought that was cool. But I found it weird that he was just holding the orange juice because I guess I missed the beginning. So I thought it was, he's just holding it. I thought he was going to open it and spit it at him when he was on the floor. Right. But then he just held it in his hand and he did the little head kicks to him. So yeah, but it had its spot. You know, yes, they did end up finally uh, doing that spot. Uh, Cassidy got the orange juice from him. Uh, um, I do a have drink. a question for you. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Orange Cassidy fan. Uh, even with this match, I'm an Ethan Page fan too. I like his vlogs. They do toy hunts and stuff. Um, right. But do you think uh, he's going to lose the pocket thing? Or do you think that's just him? You think we're ever going to lose the, and I quote, power of the pockets? 
you know, I don't see why you would want to lose it. I mean, it's over. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, people can talk, you know, I mean, the people that don't like them, however vocal they may be, they're, they're, I think they're just kind of like a vocal minority sort of thing. Dude's over. Now, Dude's I, money. I don't think he should lose the pockets. I'm just wondering, like, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm sick of this gimmick. I want to move on. But he doesn't seem to be like that. So I'm just wondering, like, do you, do you think uh, the pockets are always going to be there? Or do you think one day he's going to grow out of the pockets? Well, I mean, if they ever wanted to turn him heel, then see, that's like the brilliant thing. Like, right, if you really, if he really wanted to change it up, he could be a heel and just have a completely different. Like, persona. like fake to the pockets and just be like. Right. Yeah. 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 If they really wanted to do that someday, they could. Um, but that's always going to be him. It's kind of yeah. like Scotty Too Hotty with the worm. You know, you're never yeah. going to want to not see that. 20 He's years, still doing that on the indies. Yes. 20 years from now, Orange Cassidy will be on the indies doing the yeah. pockets. You know what I yeah. mean? That's just the cycle of life. Yeah. That's how it works, my man. So, yeah, you know, no disrespect to Orange Cassidy, but that's the sort, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe not on the indies, wherever he's at, at the time. Still a pretty young guy. He'll be in his mid-40s, yeah. you know, so. Um, so, yeah, overall, uh, this match, you know, Ethan Page just dominated it pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Cassidy did his stuff and got his comedy spots in and it's you know got some good uh you know got some good hope spots but ethan page took most of the offense now he wins after they do this spot with the stealing of the orange juice uh he takes the drink and uh ends up spitting it at lambert so it what it happened like you thought but reversed and that yeah. leads to two orange punches and then a power slam. OC gets the win. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Earlier in the match, he tried to power slam him twice, and right. he couldn't do it. Now, here's my question. Was it because of the shoulder that was taped, or was it because Ethan Page was too heavy? He's a thick man. Or a mixture of both. You should be able to slam them. Okay. Now. I think Second problem. So it must have been the shoulder. Why did he take off his elbow pad to do a Superman punch? Isn't that like a Roman thing? Isn't that his like the whole pad? point of it? Yeah. Isn't that what Roman does? No, uh, Roman like cocks his <laughs> gloves. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And AJ takes off his elbow pad to do a phenomenal forearm. I don't know why he does that. Right. But Orange Cassidy took off his elbow pad to do the orange punch. And huh. he did one orange punch and Ethan just stumbled around. And then he did another orange punch and he stumbled around, hit a bounce off the ropes. And then he did the big hulking power slam that he right. couldn't do earlier in the night twice yeah and then that's the pin 
I just, it was so weird to me, the finish of that, because if he did the power slam and Excalibur's like, there's the power slam. Right. It's like, it's the like, finish wow, was kind of like, flat. It, it was I, very, I, I see where you're going very with weird. There. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just would really like to ask him why he takes his elbow pad off to do a, a Superman punch. Well, maybe it's kind of like, you know, uh, well, the people's elbow makes sense because that was an elbow. <laughs> it's an elbow. You know, I mean, is it is it easier to stretch your arm if you don't have an elbow pad? Maybe that's it. More it, power. Yeah, maybe it feels better to straighten your arm. I don't know. I'll have to ask him one day. That'll have to, yeah. I'll have to definitely come down the come down maybe the I'll pipeline. Tweet uh so yeah cassidy gets the win best friends come out congratulate them they do the camera pose thing everyone's happy got to give the people what they want i wouldn't have minded Paige going over here i mean you kind of mentioned that too i mean fan of both guys really and yeah would like to see them do something uh with Paige here and um but what do you think they have uh, next for for Cassidy? Because they didn't really, because we didn't really get anything else. It just kind of ended, and it didn't lead to to anything. Um, I don't know. Hazard I'm really, I'm still waiting for Orange Cassidy and Danhausen to hook it up and be a tag team. There you go. That would make. Sense. I want Orange Cassidy and Danhausen because, like, their their mixture together their chemistry together is off the hook so i they belong together well they're the comedy so, guys yeah you know so yeah then they you, can both wrestle right but they they can wrestle too but yes you know yeah. they are you know their matches are for the for the comedy spots as well yeah so. now i don't see them winning tag titles but they should they could still put on in in interesting good matches I mean, mainly it would consolidate their segments. That way they both get on TV every week and they don't have to, yep. you know, do two different comedy segments in a show because they don't really yeah, have Orange time Housen. for that. There you go. That's perfect. Hashtag Orange Housen. You imagine an orange with Dan Housen's paint face on it? You watch. We'll actually see that. Are you kidding me? Mark it here. Yep. You heard it here first and we ain't we ain't kidding. Nope. Uh, Vito, uh, next match was a Christian Cage promo. And that and it wasn't a match, it was a promo by Christian Cage, that rather. Led, that led it's to a match. It's been a long day, pal. Let me tell you. This day I've had doesn't even surmount. Uh, it's okay. The promo led to a match. So. Right. Yeah, no, it says he was so asked to apologize. there. For his remarks last week, but of course he doesn't because you know that's the no. thing to do. Uh, he introduces because he wants their whole family dead, <laughs> <laughs> not just his dad, not just Luke Perry dead. He wants all the family, uh, not his mom. Yeah, yeah, I was messed up. <sighs> yeah, gonna you know it's getting heat, I guess. But um, so yeah, this is pretty. We could see this coming basically a mile away. Uh, he requests a match, but not for him. And then it's Luchasaurus. 
Luchasaur uh, looked awesome. He comes out with like a new. He had like a black mask on, right? Instead yeah. of the green. Yeah, it looked cool. <laughs> I'm a Excuse fan me. of heel Luchasaurus. So apparently, yes, that they have officially now split the team as well. As Cage going heel, he squashes Serpentico here. Yeah, not really the lame to finish. It. Not much to it, you know. It's a squash match. Did you uh, hear uh, Christian call the audience uh, "Motor City Sweat Hogs"? Yeah, uh, very Rick Rude. Yeah, very Rick Rude esque. Yeah. I thought. So uh, they called the finisher the snare trap with a nerve hold. That, right. That's what they called the finisher, and I just like. I wrote down before they said nerve hold, I, I wrote down shoulder grip. Right. <laughs> and, I'm like, and then I wrote down nerve hold and I was like, Oh, that, that sounds more, uh, more wrestling. Like <laughs> those nerve holds will get you, man. That's like, uh, yeah. that's some old school, like forties wrestling stuff right there. Yes. The shoulder grip doesn't sound so, uh, <laughs> uh, evil sounding, I guess. Shoulder grip, Ric Flair drip, whatever. Then they did something. Uh, then they took him out of the ring and choke slammed him outside. And I can tell you, I know something about choke slam. <laughs> right. It yeah. Ain't fun. The post match beat down. Yeah. Uh, you know, Serpentico is your resident jobber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a backstage promo with Scorpio Sky and Wardlow. Uh, apparently, it's them in a street fight for the TNT belt next week if I wrote that down right. Was that on Dynamite or Rampage? I got the impression it was on the next Dynamite. Okay, good. Because if it was on Rampage, then Wardlow would lose. But if it's on <laughs> if it's on uh if it's on Dynamite, then the title can change hands. So that's good. Well there you go. Yeah. Uh acclaimed come out uh, they they had a really cool diss in their uh, rap about Danhausen being a juggalo. Yeah, I that, made, that. that made me pop. Uh, Danhausen's mystery partners are FTR. I super popped hard for this Vito. Um, yeah, he said that he said they're wrestlers that he thought were pretty good. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they do stuff. Uh, speaking of the vlog averse, uh, the AEW vlog averse. The um, and Dan FTR are always on Danhausen, so this like you know made me mark out super because he's always like asking them to like do something with him. Oh and, wow, uh, I didn't know that. I guess I don't watch Danhausen's. Yeah, no, they're hilarious, man. Most of them are. He does some like just like stuff where he's like opening toys and stuff. I don't really care about, yeah. but his like vlogs uh, where he's like. You know, going around basically BTE style, you know, blogs yeah. like backstage stuff. Um, I think I've seen a couple of those. I don't, I haven't seen any of FTR. I have to go back and watch them. Yeah, he's 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 done quite a few with FTR. They're always they're always hanging out. So, um, doing all right. Stuff. So we got Scissor Crew versus FTR housing. Yeah. Uh, you know, Vito, I didn't really have much put down for this besides the finish. I, I don't know if you have I anything. got uh I got Dax does uh six Germans. 
because yeah. they're doing stereo Germans together. And once uh, Cash was done, Dax just kept going. And then uh, Danhausen cursed, and the Scissor Crew got problems. Danhausen's <laughs> curse is very strong. So I don't want to be on the the bad side of a Danhausen curse. It's virtually undefeated. Yeah. Besides, like yeah. Moxley. Yeah, I think besides the only Hook. One. Oh yeah, Hook. Yeah. Yeah. That's who it was who blocked it. I don't know. This match had probably one of the best finishes of the night. I think. No, it built, I think. Yeah. Bar none, this match had the best finish because well, Billy Billy Gunn chose the, the the acclaimed over his sons, <laughs> and that that is hilarious. He just sent the the ass boys packing and stayed with the acclaimed. I was like, dude, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, it all built to a damn housing hot tag. Uh, Bowens gets up out of the chair and attacks Dan Housen with the crutch, but he hits Austin Gunn instead. Yep. Um, all because of Dan Housen's curse. Yeah. No, uh, so that was, that was at least our finish on that one. So, yeah, he's up and... He's up, so I guess, you know, back in action here soon, I would guess, huh? Or at least the yep. jig's up. Or maybe they just go right back to him being in the wheelchair, and he just <laughs> pretends like it never happened. I don't think so. I think, uh, oh, unless Dan Housen's curse puts him back in the chair. See, there you go. That's perfect. The Vito's just, you know, Tony Khan, he ain't even got to do any work. I know. He's Just cover- come talk to me, Tony. He's covering it. I got you. I got you. Next, we get Jade Cargill versus Layla Gray. Jade- well, hold Jade- on a second. Okay. Did I miss something? First, first, those dummies were back there, and they made another video of them complaining about the guy they injured who hasn't come back to work yet. Oh right. This right, is like right, yeah. This is like a month month and a half in. I can go back in my notes for the show and find out how many weeks in a row that they've put out a video saying, "Hey, hey guy, come back to work. We're we're sorry we beat you up and made you go away for so long, but we really want you to come back because we want your belt." It's yeah. like, dude, I am sick of this. I really am. Joe just needs to come back, win, lose, whatever. I'm sick and tired of Jay, Sanjay, and Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. I'll yeah. say a little more. It's like uh, Tony Khan this week was just like, okay, well, we need to do the same promos last week, but just faster. All right? Yeah. Can we do that, guys? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and that's anyway. what they went with. But, yeah, no, good point. Jade. I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to forget about it, but. Yeah, that's why. I yeah, no, I had to. I had to address it so because quick. I'm a little heated on it. It went by so I'm heated. Quick. But yeah, you know, uh, Jade Cargill finally uh, comes over and wrestles. Uh, you know, the TBS champion finally wrestles on the TBS show. Yeah. So that's nice. Um. So she's wrestling Layla Gray. Right. right? 
Layla Gray, I looked her up. And if you go to her Twitter, her on Bully Ray would say on the Twitter machine. This is her first AEW match, correct? First ever. Uh, I I thought she I thought she was zero and one whenever okay. the graphic came up. I'll have to look into that. But she wrestled uh, on SmackDown as Cat Cardoza mm. in a pretty good match against uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Just she, she did. Yeah, just recently. She did pretty good, but, um, you know, lost to Raquel Gunn, the jobber for sure. But, um, yeah, All right. Kat Cardoza. So. Well, you know, this is another squash match. Yeah. That's what we got on this show is we got uh, the Orange Cassidy match, two squash yeah. matches, and then right into Blood and Guts. But. Uh, I, I can't. Red Velvet is still gone. I just wanted to point that out. It's right. two weeks in a row now. She's so. been injured or whatever, right? Legitimately, uh, I believe. Is she? She was legit injured. I had to injured. check into that. She was um, legit injured a couple weeks ago, so that's why she hasn't been around, and that's why they they did. Remember the baddie search? Apparently, Layla Gray is the new baddie because she um, ends up. Well, she didn't leave with them. When really? I saw the match announced on Twitter, I was okay. like, dang, that girl would make a good baddie. Like, she just looks like she would make a good baddie for them. And then at the end, she attacked uh, Athena and uh, Statlander, and I was like, oh, there it is. But she didn't leave with them. She stood in the ring and, like, stared at them as they oh. walked away. So maybe next week she'll baddie up. I did not notice that. Yeah. Yeah, because nothing in the, they didn't mention the baddie search at all in the promo that they did afterwards, or anything like that. No, I think they're doing it online. I think it's right, the, but they the, still the should have mentioned thing. it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that completely kind of takes away my whole theory of like thinking that like the the match was like you know Jade like jumping her in to the group, kind of a <laughs> like thing, like the BCC. Yeah, basically. Like, I gotta bleed with you before I fight with you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of bleeding and fighting, great segue, well, Vito. There was, there was, uh, there was one thing. There was a sad thing that happened in between the Jade match and the main event. What sad thing happened? Must have missed the this. The Bucks are lonely, man. I missed this. The, the Bucks are sad and lonely. They the Bucks this. have no friends. Matt and Nick Jackson have no friends. Adam Cole's injured. Kyle's injured. Kyle's injured. Bobby's injured, injured. Kenny's injured. Brandon's gone. They ha- they are so they're sitting there on the couch with their tag belts and they're like, "We have no friends." They just named all those people we talked about. They're like, <laughs> "It's even an intern holding the camera." Brandon's not even here. <laughs> And they're like, they're like, all we have are our tag titles in each other. <laughs> they're like, we have no friends in this locker room. Nobody likes us. <laughs> and they're like, uh, man, I can't I believe know, I they, missed this. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah, they're, it was funny. Yeah, they're just like, we're we're lonely. We have no friends. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty sad. It was. Uh, I maybe a tear came out. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. I have to rewind the tape. 
So call but, uh, 1-800-FRIENDS-FOR-THE-YOUNG-BUCKS. Uh, yeah, friends for the bucks, no, man. Wait, yeah, 1-800-SUPER-KICK-FRIENDS. Yeah. <laughs> and um, sign up to be a friend. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're begging you. Yeah. We need to throw the bucks a super-kick party. Absolutely. All right, now let's get on to some blood and some guts. Blood and guts, Vito. Blood and guts. Uh, this As match, usual, Jericho's outfits are on point. Yeah. Just want to say that. The top hat, once again, this time with a red, uh, everyone's in red leather pants and fishnet, red fishnet tops. Yep. With uh, suspenders. <laughs> Got to have the suspenders. Yes. Well, uh, oh, man. so this match, you know, I, I took down so much stuff here. Um, we talked about Claudio and the BCC, you know, like you kind of mentioned, I was optimistic or, you know, not so optimistic beforehand, but now after this match, definitely on board. Think oh, he fits man, Claudio is a sure fit. I think he fits in pretty well. Um, uh, I have a couple entrance thoughts here. Okay. You know me. I have a lot of thoughts about the entrance. <laughs> right. um, so Jericho's outfits were definitely on point. Sammy uh, went straight up to the cage, walked straight out there, climbed right yeah. out. And what's funny is he said he would on his vlog. Him and uh, Ty were sitting there or laying there for the end of the vlog. He goes, you know, uh, I'm going to be in the cage and she goes, yeah. And he goes, every time I'm near anything large and tall and whatever, I climb it. And she goes, no. <laughs> you know? Right. He goes, yep, I'm going to climb it. Um, so he did that. A little bit of uh, foreshadowing there as well. Did you hear Regal say that Claudio was the last person he wrestled and he jumped on his head? I did not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When John Moxley was going through the audience, he was Regal was running down his team and he said that Claudio was the last person he wrestled and then he jumped on his that he jumped on his head with both of his feet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go try to find that match. Right. What the heck was he doing? I don't know. I think it was one of those, like, you know, where they put the feet on the forehead and then they just kind of like quickly take their feet off. I think he was trying to do that thing, All but right. I think he might have just stepped on his face. Huh. Uh, and then Cesaro and, uh, um, oh, sorry, Eddie and Claudio. It's going to take uh, a while to, be, to get used to that. Seem to be on a good page. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the show, as they're doing the whole, uh, Hand raising thing as I was getting ready to come in here, I heard JR calm Cesaro. Oh my gosh, go, of course, JR quit, that's, why, did. that's why I was late. I had to come, I had to go back in there and rewind it so I could be like, Did he calm Cesaro? He did calm Cesaro. Damn you, JR. Yeah. Every oh, and by time. the way, um, there was no JR the whole show. He didn't come out until Blood and Guts. Did you notice that? Yes. They're going to use him sparingly like The Undertaker. I uh, I totally agree. I don't know. There was some. There's been some sort of edict backstage. I don't really know anything that anybody doesn't know, but you can kind of read between the lines. 
Um, well, they left him off the show the whole night, let him in the main event, and before the end of the show, he fucked up. Right. <laughs> Call him Cesaro. Well, they did the same kind of thing at Forbidden Door, right? He only came out for like a couple matches, if I remember right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came out for, the I think, the last two. And it was weird, because now I, you know... Full disclosure, you know, I subscribe to the Observer, and when I listen back to the podcasts, um, you love Uncle Dave. I love Uncle Dave. I love Brian. Uh, <laughs> I've met Brian uh, in in real life. Absolute gentleman and scholar. Um, but anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, no, I and when listening to them recap this show. And I was coming in and out of it, you know what I mean? And so I didn't really like listen. That's why that's how that's part of that's part of the reason why I didn't get like many spoilers, because I really didn't listen to much of the recap. Um, because just other stuff was going on. But anyway, whole point of this is is that when they mentioned the the fact that JR had only came out for like a couple matches, the way Uncle Dave's voice um, and the way he kind of like in emphasized that like um, something something along the lines of maybe that's how they uh, should do it going forward because it's you know a lot better or you know more fresher or something along those lines. He yeah he basically and I and I just made me think like mm, okay well maybe they are gonna sc- scale back Jr. and they do it yet again here. They must point. really like Taz. Taz is okay. I mean, he's been a commentator off and on for a long time. Remember, he, him and uh, Michael Cole did commentary on SmackDown back in the early 2000s. Taz has that heel commentator vibe that yeah. I like. Yeah. I could get on board with that. Of course, you know, a lot of the time you hear, like, the uh, especially, like, because I don't watch AEW Dark which he does right with him, him and Excalibur. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, those clips are always on Botchamania all the time where they're just like, they're just like goofing off on commentary the whole time. Basically. You ever seen those? Uh, no, I haven't watched Botchamania in a long time. <laughs> Got to do it. Got to keep up on the Botchamania. Uh, I do um, love Botchamania. So yeah, no, this match, uh, blood and guts, Vito. Starts. I like that Eddie and Claudio started off like homies, fist bumping. Right. Because he wanted to kill him on Saturday, on Saturday or Sunday at yeah, at, they, uh, whatever it was. They just kind of blow off that whole angle that they've been like doing. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, uh, Eddie. Eddie's been like playing up that angle for years, yeah. And they just like squash it. I, I don't know. Yeah, for the match. I thought that was kind of weak, but anyway, yeah, maybe they'll come back to it. But uh, anyway, it starts with Claudio and Sammy. Uh, they Stiff. bought they bought a spot on the rope early on. Did you catch that? Yeah, there was some yeah, kind of weird. And then it, like a. Uh, throw over 
it's like he tried to throw him over his head and Sammy didn't go for the right move or whatever. Kind of just bounced Sammy. off his head in the <laughs> in the ropes. Yeah, but it, it after that botch right there, it was stiff, man. Oh, for sure. It was that was the next three minutes were so stiff. I wrote stiff on stiff right here in my notes. It was nuts. This match overall had the it was your typical uh well I don't want to say typical. It was your traditional uh you know, don't want to say war games, but you know, your 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 traditional um setup and psychology. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to beep that online. um i'm just kidding you're right right no Uh, no, but sammy did did you catch that rope jump that he did where he bounced like four ropes well sammy's just gonna gonna do that shit that stuff sammy's gonna sammy um yeah but they follow the traditional format. Jericho society gets gets the advantage in the match the heels get the advantage uh, so, Garcia comes in while Sammy's getting swung. Right. <laughs> gets hit. Garcia oh, comes in, gives him the two-on-one advantage. Uh, Claudio turns the tide, does a double suplex on the guys. Uh, gets back in trouble while they go to the break. They return just in time for Yuta's entrance, so he evens the odds up. Comes in and Germans everybody. Yeah. Uh, he is so over. Yuda is so over. Everyone loves him. Over by association. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I guess whatever works, right? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I think Pure that's Ring how of he's, Honor champion. He's ascended so far so quickly. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, you look at him as, you know, on the same level as all these guys. So, of course, um, and, you know, that's weird how that works, you know, even more than like the, you know what I mean? Because they've grouped guys with other guys before you look at the Jericho groups, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you look at, uh, you know, I don't want to say, uh, you know, some of the other groups, um, but especially I think of like Jericho's two groups, um, you know, maybe he's more over by association than than any of those guys you know you want to talk about a guy like a sammy i think he's already you know do you think he's already ascended past like sammy level over wheeler yuda yeah no you don't think so no way no sammy guevara is a mega star who just hasn't been over like uh he's a mega star who hasn't gone to world title <clears throat> level yet. Sammy Guevara has had a, a following before he got to AEW and is like a, what, two or three time TNT champion. He's now been in two stables. I mean, Bolter with Chris Jericho, you know, he's had um, great storylines, great uh, feuds. Wheeler U has got a long way to be Sammy Guevara. I guess they're not uh, really the same thing, you know, because you got no. a heel and a face. Yeah, as far anyway, as Sammy but... Guevara and AEW goes, Sammy Guevara is like, I mean, he's he's one of the top guys easily. Is he considered one of the pillars? They talk yes. about the four pillars. Yeah, yeah, it's him, Darby, 
that makes sense. MJF and Britt Baker. <laughs> really, Britt Baker? Oh, Jungle Boy. Sorry, oh, Jungle yeah, Boy Jungle is the Boy. other one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that was a CM Punk joke <laughs> that he did. Well, uh, Claudio and Yuta take over just in time for Hager to come in and uh, give Jericho okay. the advantage again. So, soon as he came in, I was like, wait a minute. And then he looked across and I was like, oh, we the people. Right. And then when he got to the other side, they started the we the people chant. I was like, yeah, we the people. You know, I made eye contact with uh, with Hager. When I was at uh, Access, it was super weird. I was going to say, was he creeped out by it? You know, I don't know <laughs> if he was creeped out. I was, you know, I was waiting in line to get into the, like, area where they were doing the autograph signings. And they had, like, some press people pulled them out of there to, like, do a, like, quick radio interview or something. And yeah. so he's like sitting there, like talking, you know, like cutting a promo on like the radio. And I'm like standing there, like staring at him, you know, because I'm in line. You I'm just weirdo. Like, there's like, there's swagger, like cutting this radio promo, you know, I don't know. I was just like looking at him. And like he, he looked like right at me. We like made eye contact and it was super weird. And I was just like, got spooked first. You know what I mean? You do that spook kind of a You're thing. Like, ah. Yeah. But yeah. uh, anyway, uh, where was I at here? Um, we the people. Yeah. Hager comes in, <laughs> gives him the advantage. Then Mox comes in, evens it up. He runs wild on everyone like Hulkamania. He just throws a chair right at Hager's face. <laughs> right. See, the things I wrote down are what people did as soon as they came in. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well. And there's a BCC beat down right and then moxley digs into garcia's head with a fork yeah um so we get some some brutality going on he busts open uh then uh the other guy uh what's his name angelo parker angelo yes uh he comes in jericho's team gets the advantage again so that's how these matches work. You know, the heels uh, take over. It's back and forth. Angelo Parker ran, as Rigo put it, like a scared bunny until Claudio caught him up. Right. <laughs> yeah, he definitely seems like the weak link in the group. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Ortiz comes in and evens it up. He runs wild uh, on everyone. He uh, came in uh, and Angelo was holding the door. And Ortiz came in through Parker and squashed him into the cage with the cage door. Right. Yeah. He was trying to shut him out yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, trying to keep him out. Right. Uh, now Moxley uh, gets the thumbtacks. Excuse me. Broken glass out. Uh, I this, missed that spot. This I missed the broken glass. It happened during the cut in. During the picture. During the, the picture. Yeah. During the picture and picture. Yeah, that uh Matt Menard coming in happened through the pip too. Yeah. And I fast forwarded all the pips so I can save time and I still came in after ten o'clock. 
You know, I imagine so, it was probably a headache trying to like add time this kind of a match since it ran the hour, you know. Yeah. Really hard getting the cues out. Now, you mentioned how Moxley came in with the chair. Uh, I put yeah. down here how uh, the Jericho appreciators are not trying hard enough uh, because they weren't using any weapons. Like no one came in with any weapons. It's all the it's all the baby faces using the weapons so far. You know, it's Moxley, which it's it's great, but it's like, but he's the baby face, so it's just like, yeah, you know, kind of like psychologically well, weird. I, but it's fine. I'm not gonna. Well, nitpick. I think it's because uh, I think it's because they're they're the faces, but they're also the ruthless bastards. And they're taking their uh, revenge slash aggression out on the heels. So it's their time to use the weapons. It is a unique dynamic, that group. Yeah. That's for sure. They're, yeah. they're all kind they're, of wild cards. So Because uh, the BCC aren't 100% faces. I mean, I wouldn't even... Brian Danielson straight up said that he came out the, the bad guy tunnel. <laughs> right. Last week. So, so they're tweeners per se, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, um, yeah. So they do the 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 glass. You know, uh, as soon as I say that, then Menard comes in with a chair. He's finally the first smart guy to actually come in with the weapon. Um, Through during Pip, right? I guess. I guess it was during the picture in picture. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, he was the first heel to actually come in with a weapon. At least that I could remember anyway. He's funny. He, that dude's funny. I he's He's got something. I don't know quite what he, it is. He's got the look of, of he's, got, he's got a star look, I think. And uh, he's got the voice, too. He's been on BTE a couple times. He was a BTE champion for a while. His expressions, and, uh, he, yes. He challenged Renee Young, or uh, Renee Paquette, to a, a a BTE title match when he was a PT, BTE champion. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I guess she walked by him at uh, at one of the shows because she was there with Mox, and he's like, "You didn't even look at me," you know. <laughs> I can't do his voice. That actually sounded Irish. He's not Irish. The only but, uh, uh, the only legit shoot title in wrestling. The only. The only legit shoot title. Well, there's a now there's a Sammy vlog belt, but um, and negative one's the champion. He uh-huh. won it in a free throw contest. Uh, but um, yeah, Matt Menard, he, he's he's golden, man. He's got a future ahead of him when he gets out of tag team or whatever. He's funny. Uh, Santana. Absolutely. Is the next thing we need to discuss. I agree with that 100%. Uh, well, before we get before we get there, we got a couple more things. Crowd starts demanding tables. Yuta uh, hits the weakest chair shot in the history of chair shots to Garcia while he was on the rope. I don't know if you caught that, but um, I don't know. I didn't it, see that. It was a total. It was a total Hogan chair shot. <laughs> it was terrible. Um. But uh, then Santana enters with the table that everyone wanted and a barbed wire bat. 
Yes. Um, Moxie now, does another fork spot and then a skewer spot on Menard's head where he drives in some wooden skewers. Before that, before that, Santana does, uh, I don't remember what move it was. I didn't want to rewind it, but he does some kind of move and I think tweaks his leg because Santana lays, uh, lays on the other side of the cage for the whole match. Really? You know, I Santana wasn't, wasn't Santana wasn't in the match at all. Okay. You know, I thought something weird like that was going on, possibly. I thought he just botched it, but then he was, like, kind of selling yeah. like he had hurt himself. So I'm going to have to go back and watch what move did it. But, we'll have um, to figure yeah, that Sant- out. Santana was not in the match at all. So. Well, uh, then we finally Just get- more injuries. Yeah. Unfortunately, the injury bug is is ravaged. Uh, the locker room at this point. Uh, Jericho enters with his bat, drops Floyd. it after one hit, <laughs> and uh, then Ortiz starts whooping his ass, and Claudio gets some shine time until Jericho hits the code breaker on him, and uh, Kingston then enters with a kendo stick, and then they had this bottle of rubbing alcohol. What the hell was the deal with the rubbing alcohol? They never, this never, they never paid this off. Nothing okay. happened. First of all, first of all, when Kingston came in with the kendo stick, the first two people he hit with the kendo stick were just like little love taps. Did you catch that? <laughs> he's like, hopping, hopping. And then he comes through and he's trying to get to Jericho. And then the next, two guys he hits he just like waylays into him he like hits him like he's beating him for i'm not gonna go into that but he just hits him so many times that they just fall down eventually but the first two guys he just little pings him he's like oh you're done you're done and then he walks away it's so weird i wonder well, it'd be yeah, interesting match, to see what the, sequence that was in, because like maybe he was easier on, uh, I don't know, maybe he was easier on like Hager and you know someone else, but then like yeah, the other dudes know. he could I, lay I'll into. I have to go back and watch it. Huh? I'm de- I'm gonna go back and watch that match. Um, there's definitely parts of that match that were lost on me, um, including the bottle of rubbing alcohol. Okay, so the bottle of rubbing alcohol was brought in by Kingston. And I right. think he was going to use it to light Jericho on fire. Right. But then we get, and then like he drops it because he gets attacked. And then the next thing we see is Tay Conte squeezing a bottle. I don't know if it was a different bottle or the same bottle. He's like squeezing it through the cage into <laughs> Jericho. Breaking. And it was like, yeah, it was all squeezing out and like leaking everywhere. So I guess they just abandoned the plan since they lost all the alcohol. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking too. I wonder what they were supposed to do there. I don't know. I think he was going to wizard him again. Right. Okay. Well, I mean. I don't know. Huh. But after that, he just laid there and he crawled along that side of the cage for a while. Then eventually he just showed up on the other side. I thought he was just going to stay there, but. Hager takes the table spot Uh, it was cool they had it set up in between the rings I thought that was a nice touch Uh, in that you know between the ropes area 
Um, then we get tax and light bulb. I think they were light. They said that it was all tax, but I think there were some light bulb pieces or something in there. Whatever that second bag was, I think it was different. Um, then oh, just no, tax. there was a lot of tax came out of one of those bags. <laughs> a lot of tax, like more tax than I've seen. There was a lot of tax in that one bag. They tear up the mat in one of the rings. That doesn't lead to anything either. Yeah. I thought someone would at least take a bump on the wood, but they they just for no reason. Well, once they go on top the cage, the whole inside. Everyone, I kept looking down they there when the camera it. panned down. They just laid there. People were just laying there. Right. Everyone just sold their eating. You know, I was beginning to think that like, yeah, okay, well, what is everyone else doing right now? They didn't. We'll get to that. I kept looking every time the camera went down there. They were just laying there. Uh, <sighs> Jericho and Kingston finally brawl. Uh, but we didn't get the payoff we wanted right away. Uh, Eddie walks right into Jericho's fire extinguisher. Oh, he is weird. <laughs> right. He, he like, starts doing almost... it. And then Eddie just like, was like, oh, crap. And then like walks into it because he wasn't close yeah. enough. He like almost dove into it. It was oh, like a fire extinguisher. Let me run it. Like he ran through it. Like it was a sprinkler. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I got to go get Jericho. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a fire extinguisher. <laughs> right. It's like, geez. And then we get to the top of the cage. Uh, we get Jericho and Kingston top of the cage. Sammy gets up there too. And then what okay. happens Vito? Okay. I don't know if you heard this, but did you hear, uh, so I think it was Kingston asking if they're on a break. Are we on a break? Did you hear that? I did not No. Yeah. Really? Are we on break? Are we on break? And then like, they're all looking down. Sammy's like looking down. Try. I think they're looking for a cue. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, would I like heard to see it. That and I'm again. like, hey. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and rewind it. Uh, huh. I I and have to believe that Tony Khan, yeah, I have okay. to believe that Tony Khan was not very happy with this match. There was some issues, especially um, at the end. Yeah, the end but, was uh, kind of a disaster. But Sammy took the big O. He took the big O, big O bump. Sammy uh, takes after, the bump after the nut shot. Onto the super safe table box contraption ringside, which is great. That way you get the visual, but you know, you don't, you know, it's not Mick Foley, like almost getting killed sort of a thing. Right. Yeah. So you get yeah, that. It had a, it was the table, but it had an airbag. Right. So I'm, yeah. I'm totally cool with that. Not complaining. Yeah. What I'm not cool with Vito is the camera people getting an absolute ball sack shot of, uh, of the fall. They completely botched the shot. Do you notice that? Really? Yes. They like cut, you know, like they they got to it too late. They show Sammy getting thrown. And then by the time they cut to the floor camera, it was like just a second late, you know, or it was like right at impact. So like you saw the impact, right? But I would have loved to have yeah. seen like another angle of the actual you know what i mean like the actual oh, yeah, fall yeah. angle i see what you're saying yeah but uh 
we can always trust Sammy to take that Shane McMahon spot, though. Oh, we knew it was going to happen. Like, yeah, like you were saying, like him going on the cage. And I just, yeah, I knew that was foreshadowing when he climbed the cage that, that you know, something was going to go down with that. Um, so then they go to another commercial. So apparently this is what they were waiting on, this commercial break. because yeah. there were, And there were two right on top of each other. I remember it made it made my son really mad because he was like they just they just went to a commercial, um, <laughs> and uh, and I was like yeah well um, you know that just is what it is and then they had the picture in picture going but then they halfway through the commercial break they ended it which was weird. Um, Jericho does the walls on Eddie on top of the cage. Claudio makes the save, does the swing on Jericho. That looked awesome. Uh, Menard gets up there to even it up. Uh, Cesaro gets Menard to tap to a sharpshooter. While Eddie has his move on Jericho, he was kind of mad that he didn't get the win. But uh, it seems like they kind of had to rush to that finish. Yeah. That uh, was blood and guts. It got a, uh, it was, I, I've always wondered, can, uh, I'm just going to say hell in a cell match. Can a hell in a cell match end on top of a cell? Uh, apparently a blood and guts match can end on top of a cage. So we still have hope for Vince's match winning on a cell. You know, it would be interesting to go back and see the exact uh, rules as they had wrote them before the match. I don't think the rules specified that that it had, you know, the the submitted surrender on the mat. Right, that it had to be actually within the confines of the ring. Yeah, maybe, maybe not though. I don't know. Either way, that's what happened. um, Baby faces go over. So, uh, Brand. First of all, I want to ask you what uh, on a on a one to on a one to five would you give uh, Forbidden Door? Whew. Well, Forbidden Door as a show, I think, definitely deserves uh, at least a. I mean, it's probably in the four and a quarter, four and a half territory for sure. It's pretty damn close to perfect, yeah. I would say. Um, a few yeah. things that knock it down, but psh, I mean, you're not going to get a better show really wall to wall, you know, as far as work rate goes. Yeah, yeah I would say uh, there's a couple small things. Yeah, I would say a solid four or five. Right. Four, four or five, um, which leads us to tonight. Dude, tonight's show was not that good overall, I would say. Like it was, the match was fun. The match was fun, but there was some, you know, there was some weird stuff. There was some psychological stuff I didn't really like, you know, psychology-wise, which I think kind of brought it down. But it, overall, it was a fun match. But then all we all we got other than that was two squash matches and then, uh, you know, the, the Cassidy match. Yeah, which Cassidy, yeah. Which there wasn't, you know, much to that. Um. So yeah, you know, if I'm gonna say, oh, we got Scissor Crew and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. FTR, FTR, FTR. That's right, the six man. Yeah. So you know, if I'm gonna stamp or like a a star rating on this show, 
it's probably more in the 2.75. Yeah. I don't know if that's too low. No, I, I was going to give it a three. I enjoyed it. Mr. Mr. AEW Ref Stevens is going <laughs> to give this a three. I don't think I've ever given a dynamite a three star. So three is fine. Three is fair. You heard it right here. Blood and guts. Vito's giving it a three. Ref Stevens is giving it a three. <laughs> I got the stripes on. Yeah, it's you know it's one of those things where we're 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 just not gonna get a whole lot of stuff because the you know half the show was the blood and guts match. And it was messy. It was messy. I'm not talking about color messy. I'm talking about it was messy, messy. It was, and that's a good point too, though, because like if you're not a fan of of that sort of style, um, you know if you if, you know if you don't really like the blood stuff and and you know spots and all that, then you're gonna then you're gonna hate that match, and it just took up so much. There weren't even very good spots, and you know I'm not I'm not uh. I usually don't say things against AEW because I'm an AEW fan, but every NXT um, War Games has killed this um, blood and guts. Yeah. There has not been an NXT War Games that have not just, like, dropped my jaw. Right. This was pretty basic. Yeah. When you look at it This is just a... just a brawl fest but um as far as spots go there was there's not very many you know what i mean moxley did his you know nick gage stuff and the, yeah yeah the, yeah the, and there was a big spot off the top other than that though you know yeah um there wasn't anything that you had never seen before i think no. that's kind of the problem it definitely I, it definitely wasn't war games. It was blood and guts. It was what it's called. Honestly, I should yeah. not ex- expect war games from it. So no. it is what it is. It was a good show, but, solid three star. But if we're going to be honest though, I mean, blood and guts is essentially it's war games with more weapons. You know, there's an emphasis on weapons, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just call it what it is. Now there being a top on the cage is different right so there is that oh yeah you're right right you're right war games doesn't have a top right there's no top to the cage so that's a little bit different okay Um, yeah that is different so you know there's there is slight differences but the 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 psychology of the match like i said your basic war game style match with the heels having the advantage through the whole thing we've seen that before we've seen all these spots before there was no spot that was really like overly special. No. Um, and not to say I'm not taking anything away because those guys, you know, worked their asses off to to do even what it was. So well, maybe my that's not fair to did say. His thing. John so. Boxley. John. 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 Moxley. There it is. All right, Vito, let's wrap this up here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Vito, where can we find you at? Plug some stuff. Vito TV. We get out. You can find me at Vito TV. And 
this Saturday at the Power Pit Performance Center in Roseburg, Oregon. That's right. Tickets are fifteen dollars, I think. You can buy them at the door. Uh, bell time is Tickets six o'clock. <laughs> bell time is six o'clock. You can find it on uh, Power Pit Pro Wrestling. We're on, uh, I think, Facebook. Uh, I think we even got a uh, TikTok. So they got a YouTube. Just uh, look up Power Pit Pro Wrestling Follow on YouTube. We'll, we'll give Follow you some links up. in the description if you're watching this links. on YouTube. There'll be links. Yes. Not the Zelda link. No. Not a link like the sausage link. Not a link to the past. Not but, a not a link with your leg with your eggs. Yes, but a link, <laughs> a link to the power pit. So link to power pit. So uh, Vito, yeah. as always, a pleasure, my man. We always will, a pleasure. We will link up next week. Give me some wolf pack, and we'll get out. Too sweet, me bro. Woo, too sweeted. We'll be your friends, young bucks. <laughs>